It's the beginning of the new year, so let's get January and the whole 2024 off onto the right foot with five parts to financial planning. As you prepare for retirement, you'll be faced with many important choices. We want you to make the right ones. Welcome to Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott. Charles is an accredited investment fiduciary. He's well-equipped to help you make sound financial decisions. We want you to experience a meaningful retirement. On our podcast, we believe financial choices matter. Hey, everybody. Welcome into this week's podcast or this month's podcast of the Financial Choices Matter show with Charles Scott and myself. And it's the new year. So again, like I said earlier, let's start it off right and talk about five parts to financial planning. Charles, what's going on, my friend? How are you? Hey, we're well. We're happy about the new year. We're excited. This should be a good a good year. Hope so. Uh, um, Hope so. Oh, yeah. Why 20, not? 2024, I... man. did that sound crazy? Yeah, it's weird. No, I mean it's it's. Uh, I just was you know everybody was excited when I got to twenty twenty. I still remember the will your will your will your computer work when you go from ninety nine to two <laughs> k. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Oh so, man, yeah. You know, I saw this funny meme that said if uh, Back to the Future took place today, he'd only go back to nineteen ninety four. Uh, and I was like, oh, that's oh, that's sad. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of going back to 1955, right? Uh, he yeah. would only go back to oh, 1994. Wow. And I'm like, oh, because he only goes back 30 years. And I was like, wow, the 90s were 30 years ago. That's just not even right. No, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, yeah, it, it, it's time Time flies when you're having fun. I, I, there we go. That's what we're time going flies, with. Time flies even if you're not. But well, it's but much, it's like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's better if you are. Indeed, indeed. Uh, yeah. Well, let's talk about making things a little better. Let's talk about five parts to financial planning, my friend. Uh, so All let's right. start here. Uh, first place has got to be income, right? I mean, that's you know not a budget, yeah. right? But you've got to know you're in and you're out. You do. Where's it coming from? Where's it going? And I, we do not like the term budget. Budget's like diet. It's been imposed upon you by somebody else. It's <laughs> right. got negative connotations. But a spending plan says, okay, how do I spend it? I know how I, every everybody pretty much has a really good idea of how much comes in and when, but they really truly don't know the details of how they spend it. We put people through the the, the grueling test of list what you spend it on and do it, you know, just do it for a couple of months, or you can go back and look at history of what you did. And all the categories that, that could happen. And no one has ever come back and said, wow, I knew I was exact. I had this nailed exactly. Everybody comes back and says, yeah. I had no idea I spent that much on that item exactly. or that category. And you think about you the You don't know. You don't know. And you think about the expense side of it, Charles, right? I mean, there's only there's only two couple there's only two things happening, right? So people will come in and they'll go, uh, yeah, we make a hundred, let's just go, we make a hundred thousand yeah. a year, uh, and and we spend fifty. You know, you're okay, great. So then your guys are putting away fifty thousand a year for retirement. This your your budgets, your accounts should look great. And you, where's it at? And they go, but well, they do, well yeah. no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so no, you either saved it way. or you spent it. Guess what? You probably spent it. Or the government took it. Well, that's true too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, but that's part of it. We're gonna like get to that. You wouldn't spend it on them if you didn't have to. Yeah, yeah. And, and we're gonna get to that. That's gonna be part number two, I'm pretty sure. So. Well, yeah, no, that's that that's a lot of it. But but people are always really surprised. That's why it's kind of fun to do it with them. It's like I did this once with a lady that was going through a divorce mm -hmm. and she needed to know. I used to do a lot of pre-divorce financial planning. Okay. She, you know, they all everybody doing this really needs to know what's getting spent because all right. of a sudden, you know, everything's divided up now than it wasn't before. 
And it was really funny. We sat down. She'd done it. She was really happy with what she did. And she pushed the 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 spreadsheet across to me because I we Beckham fill it in. She pushed it across to me and she said, here, this is for you. And I looked at it really quickly and I and I knew what I wanted to talk to her about anyway. And I pushed it back across the table to her and I said, no, this is for you. And she mm. got this sheepish look on her face and she said, oh, my God, I never thought about it that way. <laughs> now, now I know where it's going. Yeah. I said, yeah. okay, that's all. That's you, all. Did, did you, do it. Then you nailed this. Yeah. That's exactly what I wanted you to come to that realization of. Yep. Where does it get spent? Okay. Where does it get spent? So but is the, it spending planned? Because then you right. can plan what you want to do. So if the most important component is the income coming in, because we got to have a paycheck, we got to have money still coming in, and, and how much yep. we're sending out, that's part yep. one. Uh, then, yeah, right nipping on its heels like a dog chasing you with a pocket full of hot dogs is yep. uh, tax planning, right? Because if you're efficient yeah. here, it's going to help part number one. If you're inefficient, yeah, totally. it's, it's going to yeah. totally you know cause you more issues. I, we've never been anybody that wants to, to pay more in taxes than they absolutely have to. But Nobody raises their how. hands up like Horshack back on the uh, Mr. Cotter back in the days and goes, oh. Yeah, no, yeah, oh. no, uh, no. Yeah, I, want, I will, I will. Right, um, I'll pay more. Stop volunteering. Um, <laughs> but so people, how do you do it? People though? don't know. Well, how do you do it? How do you do it now? And as you move further through life and towards retirement, how do you plan for that too? God knows the government's going to change the tax rates all the time. It's their chessboard. They're going to move the pieces, right? That's exactly right. And we have pretty much no control over it. But you can bet your bottom dollar out for sure that taxes are really close to historical lows. Oh, yeah. And they're but going they're up. Not, they're, going they're not going to stay there. No. They're not. It's going to cost tax-wise more for everything. The other big thing about the tax piece, though, is – and this is, do I want to defer my taxes? I'm talking retirement accounts. Right. Do I want to okay. defer my my taxes now and put it in a tax defer, an IRA, let's just say an IRA. Yeah. Do I want to do that? Because I don't pay tax on it today, but I'm going to pay tax on it tomorrow. Or do I want to pay the tax on it today and then put it in a Roth IRA that I'll never pay taxes on again? Yeah. My cont- anyway, so, it, But there's not an always one way or the other. Again, you have to go through the whole process with people. And you may need both, right? Because And you may want, you want yeah, multiple tax yeah. buckets, Charles, because also where you pull it from and when you pull it is going to affect other pieces of this whole strategy because it's, you can keep your social security taxation level down if you're being efficient yeah. in, in your strategy as well. Exactly. So it, it's, so, it's yeah. pulling one lever and having three others be, you know, activated. There's a whole bunch of puzzle pieces that you have to know what the puzzle you want to look like. And tax planning is one of them. I mean, if you had a 401k that had a Roth, our, both of our daughters have 401ks where they're employed. Mm-hmm. They have a Roth 401k option. So the dollars that they put into it are after tax to them, but they'll never be taxed again when they take them out. Yeah, and more and more companies are doing that now, especially with the they passing are. of the Secure Act 2.0. It's been only around since 2006. So if you're yeah, still working, certainly worth asking. Oh yeah, absolutely. The the if you get a company match, then the company match goes into traditional side of things. So you are going to get taxed on that when it comes out. I, I think okay. they have the option now, Charles, or they're putting that in the security. Maybe it hasn't rolled out yet. But it I think that oh, is that what it is? Okay, is that one of the delayed twenty fives or something like yeah. that? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. But that'll but, but that's still going to be great when that happens. So yeah. even the match but, could go into the Roth. Yeah, it's I you know in the, in the planning context, I would say it's tax awareness. There's all kinds of decisions you can make, but mm. there's, and and if circumstances change in the future for you personally, then you might want to adjust that strategy. But you know, it, yeah. it, God knows the, the government will change it for you anyway. Yeah, but for sure. Whatever it is today, you need 
need to walk through because it's all just part of these five parts of planning. And most people are surprised it's only five. I'm, I've broken it down to five. Some people think it's six or eight or 10 or, you know, whatever. It's I'd say really there's not. five core pillars to the, to holding up the structure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, you, you know, get, beyond that, you get it gets four corners sort of slicing and, yeah. and, a, and, a, and a thing in the middle. Yeah. As I say, you get the four corners and, and something in the middle just to add some extra support to the roof there. Exactly. Uh, all exactly. right. So what are they? Well, they're income and expense planning, one, tax planning, two, estate planning, three, investment planning, four, and risk management, five. So estate planning, three. Talk to me. Okay. What is it? It's insurance. <laughs> um, how do you How do you want your estate to go? Where do you? Who do you want it to go to? Mm-hmm. And when? And how? How do you structure that? Do you so want it to be messy? Also tax non-efficient, right? There's there's a tax conversation oh, yeah. in that too. Oh, there's a big there's a big ta- tax conversation. Or do you want there. it to be you messy or do you want it to be clean and private, right? I mean, there's lots of pieces yeah. to that. Well, that's right. If you go if you do a will, then it's going to be public and it's going to We just always tell people the, the two basic options or you could have a will or you could have a trust. If you if you do the will, you will go through in, probate. Well, it will go through probate. It's going to be less expensive now, but it's going to be more expensive later. Yep. If you do a trust, it's going to be more expensive now, but it won't be expensive at all later. Yeah. Yeah. Trust that so it'll be easier. <laughs> I, I I was taught this. If you if you do a will, you will go through probate. If you do yep. a trust, trust that your family will be happier. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was that's, like, well, that's, that's a really good way to put it. Yeah. I mean, that is, that's a really good way to, tr- because that's the way it works out. And then if your life is more complicated and you've got more, more, moving parts to it then it does you know then you know you have to bring yeah. other aspects into, into play but you want people want their assets right the, the the efforts of their life to go to the places they want it to go and that's estate planning and it's and not, smart smart folks charles want that to go they want that to go where they want it but they want it to go efficiently and cleanly yeah. back to that point right Quick, quickly yes yeah and 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 I, I would like not everybody else in the world to have public access to whatever i've done which is what the, the trusts are all about. And They're you right. do not have to be a Vanderbilt or a Rockefeller. I know I'm going with some nope. old names here, uh, yep. but put it, you know, plug in. You don't have to be Bezos or Gates that kind of have mo- that kind of money to have a trust. So no, you don't. No, they're just they're they're relatively reasonably priced and they're very, very quick and simple and efficient. And and not even the price of the trust itself, Charles, but I think sometimes people think, well, uh, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a millionaire, so I don't need a trust. Well, maybe. No, no, no. It's just cleaner and simpler. Yeah, exactly. And you're going to pay, you're going to pay on the front end or the back end. Yeah. So, you know. (laughs) Like everything, right? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Or sometimes both. That's true. Okay. We don't, we don't want to do that. So that's, we talk about it with people and then we send them to the, to, to the, estate planning attorneys that we know that we trust that we vetted and they do the work yep. and, and then you got get, that team you, working for you exactly we don't mm-hmm. know everything about everything we know the we know what we don't know and we know the people that do know the stuff we don't know okay and then you go to it's, you go to pillar four right yeah. so after you work it, on the estate planning and that's the investment planning uh and, you still got to have money man and you still got to grow the money yeah, you do. And but most of the time people that think financial planning start with this. And my contention is it's not. It's third or fourth or you know, not the bottom necessarily. But, you know, it's not the place you start. You start with these other fundamental pillars yeah. and then you come to the investment plan. Well, Charles, that's probably then, because that's what we're taught, right? Cuz hey, you've got a job, you're 22 years old, you get you just got this job at the factory or whatever, put money in the 401k, it's going to be in, in uh, some mutual funds or some stocks. Now you're investing, yeah. boom, there you go. That's what you got to do to want to make money to be rich when you're, you know, older. That's kind of that's well, kind of like the taught, like what we're taught. And and that's 
not a bad idea. And then people get hung up in what do I invest in? Right. And yeah. I mean, that's a significant part of the business that we have. Of course. Is of doing course. Do investments for our clients. Always trying to find the best thing that fits them. And they're different. All people are different. Yeah. But if you um, didn't buy Apple stock in 2002, don't kick yourself in the butt. I mean, yeah, it'd be great if you did. But there's still things yeah. you can do, right? Well, th- well there are. are. Um, but, you know, it, again, it needs to fit into all of the parts. All of these pieces need to be integrated together yeah. so that there's not one wild hair off on a corner if it's the investment <laughs> stuff that makes no sense compared to all the other things you're trying to do. So it's just having a cohesive plan. Yeah. Well, what do you have and why do you have it, right? So to your point, yeah. there's so many investment options nowadays, right? And there's the sexy stuff. I get it. There's the cryptos and things like that mm-hmm. lurking out there. There are the sexy things. But is that really the smart you know, component to drive to be the big driver of your plan? Probably not, right? So there's the little things that you can maybe do some speculation, then there's more the tried and true, and there's the the yeah. things that we know that work. I mean, there's just a, a smorgasbord to work through. There is. So, but again, it's all, if there's a plan, then you right, have a right. reason a reason for doing it. Yeah. Why do I have this and what's it doing for me? Yeah. And how does it fit with all the other parts? Yep. It is the jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. You know, it's all the pieces have to fit. Yeah. I was thinking about this. I saw this picture of an old, old car. They, it was obviously part of the prototype. I don't think they ever fully went into production with it. And I want to say it was maybe in the fifties, you know, it was whomever it was, whether it was Oldsmobile or whoever, but they actually were going to put records. They were going to put 45, instead of the, just the radio, this was before they started putting eight tracks in or even, uh, you know, later on cassettes, they actually had phonographs in it. They were, you could put a 45, and and you thought and some obviously they started testing this and went yeah this doesn't work well with everything else right uh, to that yeah, point of the conversation because you know you hit a pothole and you know the record skips right so to yeah. your point like investments it's not just hey it it, it looked awesome like I've seen these pictures right Charles and I'm looking at them like wow this car is beautiful and that's a really elegant design with this 45 player but its functionality was a no go yeah exactly. So, yeah. so you can That's, do the same thing with your finances, folks. If you're oh, not. yeah, totally. Totally. You have a, you, so. you, it looks great on paper or, or it looks great in your mind or whatever, or in, in your head, like you're thinking through and you're like, this makes a lot of sense. And yep. then you put it down yeah. and you start to put it in practice. And it's like, well, that was a and how does And does it fit with everything else? Yeah. And it may not. So that's you what. You got, you know, if four of the five are all doing one thing and the fifth one does something completely different, yeah. then doesn't make much sense to us. Yep. Okay. Well, let's do. Let's talk about right. the fifth one here. I guess we could have said that easily. These are four pillars, and then the, the the fifth one's the roof. I guess we could have went that way too. But that's fair. Risk that's management, fair. right? So you got to protect. Um, uh, and, otherwise, otherwise known as insurance. Yeah. Of all kinds. Of all kinds, right? So of you got to got to risk is everywhere. We know that. We've if you've been alive more than you know five minutes, uh, you realize that risk is an inherent part of being a human being, uh, and so you've got to have some risk strategies and risk management in place on your finance too. Yeah. And you want to, and again, you want them all to coordinate to do the things that you want them to do. Uh, most people get the basics and that's fine. We just want to see what do you have? Do you have, if you buy, if you own a home, do you have the right kind of homeowner's insurance? Is it replacement? Not, I forget the, Sherry knows, you know, Sherry, what little components, what are the details when you, when you on your uh, homeowner's insurance is especially this way. When they send you your new statement, there's also like seven or eight pages of other stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you pay the premium, then you've agreed to all their terms. If you haven't read all the terms, you might not know what you just agreed to. Yeah, true. That, that's a real interesting one. You know, there's life insurance is obviously part of this. You know, you you need 
death insurance, which is basically term insurance when you're younger and you've got young kids and yep. you're just starting out. Our contention is you probably want some other additional tax-free retirement income down the road, and that is you know cash value life insurance. Um, that's a Could different be a good version tool for of that, things. Right? Yep. It's a it's a good thing to do that. You know, just all the different insurance parts. But how do you pass off the risk to the insurance company? That's what they're built to do. They take mass numbers of people. They average figure out what it's going to cost to insure all of these people with the probability of what goes on. The yeah. actuaries are the smart guys in the back room with the, the, the eye shades and doing all the math. And that's how you figure out how much it costs. Our car insurance here in the Valley, ours has gone up dramatically since last year because there are so many accidents. Hmm. Because if you don't live here and you're listening to this, you know, the streets are wide, the streets are flat, and everybody drives faster than heck. And nobody obeys the speed limit here. And yeah, so you have wrecks. Yeah. You have wrecks all the time. All the time. You know, and and risk management is is to your point. It's not it's those pieces you just highlighted, but there's so many other ones too. So there's taxation risk, right? There's so there's the risk of what's going to be oh, happening sure. there. There's inflation risk. There's you know, obviously market risk, right? So yeah. risk management is a nice broad term that you could apply to all the other pillars. Uh, if you want to and say, okay, how, you know, how much are we factoring this in? Are we, are we taking too much risk in this area and so on and yeah. so forth? Yeah. So it's just, it, you know, it's kind of the, it is kind of the roof of the other four pillars. I think that's a good way to put it. All right. That it, it, it impact, it touches all of it. Yeah, so, you know, exactly. That's, that's financial planning. Now you could call it something else or you could do it a different way, but this is the only way that it makes sense to me and people get it. So that's, that's the most important part is they get it and they're willing to do it. All right. Well, there you go. So that's the five parts of financial planning. And if you need help with any of those parts, all of those parts, because again, how they all play together is a, a big piece of it. Reach out to Charles and Sherry. Uh, find them online at PelotonCapital.com. Of course, Charles is a fiduciary advisor and uh, Peloton Capital Management there, and they've been helping families for many, many years. So reach out to them at PelotonCapital.com. That's PelotonCapital.com. And we're going to wrap up with an email question here uh, to uh, finish out the show, as we usually do. Carl in Tucson, in, over in Tucson there. Uh, my grandfather always told me the best investment, Charles, is dirt. I spent almost 35 years buying land all around the area, and I'm what you call land rich and cash poor. But a developer has offered me about two mil for some of my property, uh, and I'm, it seems like a good idea to sell it. Uh, but I just, uh, I, you know, I don't want to buy more land. I want to do something else with the money. So, I, I mean, okay. I, I, I mean, that's pretty great. I mean, if you've got a lot of land, certainly Love land it. is very, right. very valuable. And if you haven't saved well for retirement, I mean, selling it's certainly going to be able to fund that. As they say, they ain't building any more of it. They so, unless uh, you're in Dubai where they're manufacturing no, uh, land, right? Yeah. Well, I that's yeah, not it's still weird. There, that's fine. Um, yay. You know, Carl, <laughs> yay for you. I mean, seriously. Right. right. Um, no, definitely. You know, it's, I would call, I wouldn't call it dirty money because that's not appropriate. That's a funny you pun know. though. Dirty. Oh, no. I, yeah. I'm sure no one's ever thought of that before. Yeah, right. Um, you know, what do you want to do? What are you trying to, what's the next objective for you? Do you want income out of this? Do you want growth out of this? You know, you have to tell me more about you. I get the dirt part. I got that. Yeah, he doesn't um, want any more land, so he obviously wants to invest, right? Well, so that's fine. Yeah, that's so fine. are you yeah. looking for so income in your retirement, or are you looking for for growth? Yeah, and are you if you're selling this, are you gonna what kind of a tax burden are you gonna have on the to two million dollars? Mm. I don't know. Yeah, but that's you know you want some tax advice on that for sure. And then it's just 
you know, what's your money history been? What are the other things that you've seen? What are the other things you believe to be true? What are you, what are the goals that you want to accomplish? Again, we have more questions for people most of the time when they come in to sit down right. with us than they do. Because it's like, okay, so. Charles, let me ask you, when you're selling your own property versus having this bequeathed to you, like this is not something where his grandfather left him the money. This was the advice his grandfather gave him was just to buy land, right? Right, This was Carl's land on his own. Uh, When you're selling something for like $2 million, that's not a capital gains tax. Is that more, is that an income tax? No, it's a capital gains. Oh, it is a capital gains? Yeah, but I I don't, we don't don't know what bracket, but yeah. We don't know. We don't know what he paid for it. Oh, oh, gotcha. For the step up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. First, you know, yeah, we don't, we just don't know. Gotcha. So there's again, okay. it's just the the tax answer will will you know. Yeah, no, I was just curious it, if it, it, it. Yeah, I was just curious yeah. if it worked like capital gains or if it because it was his yeah. own property from day one. If it was more like income when he sold it, so his no, income tax no. rate well, versus. Oh, no, well, it's just gain. dirt. He, there was no income. Yeah, gotcha. Well, that makes no, it's sense. capital gain tax. Okay. Um, but. Again, you know, maybe there's maybe part of it was someplace that's got some special tax treatment. I mean, honestly. No, no. Knows? I was just laughing at myself because you're like, no, there's no income. It's just dirt. And I thought, oh, yeah, duh. <laughs> that's OK. That's, that's okay. why you're the professional so, yeah. and I'm the host. Yeah. OK. That's fair. I'll, I'll take that role. <laughs> uh, so, you know, but again, it's just talking to the people and finding out now what? What do you now? What do they want? Yeah. We know what they don't want. We know well, how he's gotten to this point. Now, yeah. where do we take him from here? Well, so the big question is in, right? So taxation, and then, you know, what do you want the money to do? What do you want the two mil after taxes to do for you? Yeah, exactly. And then we could structure something that may have a plan that makes sense. Okay. But it's his plan. It's not my plan. It's his plan. Yeah. Well, it gives you some things to think about. And obviously, again, anytime we get email questions, you guys have already reached back out to the person. But we like to share them because if it's happening to one person, it's usually happening to somebody else, maybe not necessarily selling, you know, uh, you know, a bunch of land or something. But typically, these email questions are, are some fall into the line of somebody else is going through a similar thing, right? They've you know, inheritance. Well, sure. How do I handle yeah. it? Or a taxation yeah. question? Or should I put money in a Roth? whatever, right? So it just kind of yeah. gives you some ideas to think about. So again, if you got some questions, you need some help, make sure you're talking with a qualified professional. It doesn't have to be Charles and Sherry. Uh, obviously, though, you know, we'd like it to be if that's the case, but make sure that you're doing something for yourself by talking to a qualified pros who have experience in, uh, in these arenas before you take action on something you hear on our show or any others. There's so many talking heads out there, uh, especially oh, the big the big TV shows or the big podcasts or the big whatever, and they're no longer really working with clients, right? They're, they've got these big, huge shows and big followings, but they're no longer licensed, or if they ever were, they're no longer working with people on a daily basis. So you want to make sure that you are sitting down with someone uh, and working with them on your unique situation. And of course, that's what Charles and Sherry do all the time at Peloton Capital Management. So reach out to them, pelotoncapital.com. That's pelotoncapital.com. And don't forget to subscribe to Financial Choices Matter for future podcasts as well. Uh, Charles, anything else going on for the the new year here as we uh, wrap up? You and I have talked about some stuff, Mark, that we will unveil after the first of the year, some new and exciting things that we're going to be sharing with folks. Uh, Same, I hopefully you would all agree with me, same quality advice, maybe make it a little more fun and delivering it in some different ways. So, uh, you know, get some stuff. We got some stuff on the horizon. We do have some stuff on the horizon. So uh, we just thought we'd uh, warn you ahead of time. There you go. So you've run been away warned. if you need to. Run away. <laughs> you've been warned. Well, we're taping this right before January, but we're going to drop this in January. So we'll have some new yep. stuff coming for you in February, possibly January as well, but more than likely February. So right. we will see you here the next time on the podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us, folks, as always. Again, if you need help, reach out to Charles Scott, a fiduciary advisor at Peloton Capital Management. 
Financial planning and investment advisory services are provided by Peloton Capital Management Limited, a state-registered investment advisor. Past performance is not indicative of future results. No one should assume the information presented here serves as a receipt of or substitute for personalized individual advice provided by Peloton Capital Management. For more information, visit www.pelotoncapital.com.